What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Black and Cold, a true crime podcast for the overshadowed. I am your host, Nichelle, and I am back this week with another bonus B and C mini. So I just dropped episode number 50, and I figured I also haven't done a mini in a while. I think it's been since last year, November of last year to be exact, when I covered Irvine Jane Doe. And this case has actually been on my to-do list for a minute. So without further ado, let's jump into this missing persons case. This is mini-sode number three, and this is the disappearance of Ebony Giddens. Twenty-seven-year-old Ebony Giddens had a daily routine she did during the week. Every day, her brother would pick up her children in the morning from her house and take them to school. But on Monday, March 12, 2018, this usual routine would be different. When Ebony's brother arrived to her home on Montclair Drive in Columbus, Georgia, he was alarmed when his sister did not answer the door. He tried ringing the bell. He tried knocking, and he even called and sent Ebony multiple text messages, but her phone was going straight to voicemail. Now, this was very unlike Ebony, as she always came to the door when he showed up, so her brother actually then decided to reach out to their mom, as well as the father of Ebony's two children, named Roderick. Ebony has a total of three children altogether, but at the time of her disappearance, she was living with her five-year-old and two-year-old that she shared with Roderick. And Roderick actually spoke to NBC's Dateline, and he remembers getting that call from Ebony's brother, and he completely had no idea where she was. When Lisa Giddens, who is the sibling's mother, received that same call from her son, she too was pretty much in the same field as Roderick. She had no idea where Ebony might have been either. The last time any of her loved ones physically spoke to her was on the evening of March 11th, which was the day before. So now everyone is kind of on edge at this point, and Roderick actually decided to make his way over to the home of his children's mother. As he made his way over there, Lisa decided to reach out to a man named Malcolm, who was Ebony's current boyfriend at the time. According to Dateline, when Lisa called, she ended up getting a hold of the secretary at Malcolm's job, and the secretary told her that Malcolm was unable to talk at the moment. So going back to Roderick, when he finally arrived to Ebony's residence and met up with her brother, the two of them together continued to ring the bell, they knocked on the door, and they both blew up Ebony's phone, expecting that they'd get some type of answer eventually but that never came. However, after some time, the door did open and someone answered it. And that person was Ebony and Roderick's five-year-old son who came out alone and he told his father and uncle that, quote, mom was gone. Confused and now panicked, the two men went inside the house 
And they were even alarmed more when they found Ebony's purse, wallet, and keys inside of the living room, but her cell phone was nowhere to be found. So they searched the entire apartment up and down, but there was still no sign of Ebony anywhere. According to NBC's reporting, this is when Roderick contacted the Columbus Police Department to report her missing. Now, Ebony's family is very close-knit, so for her to be unreachable, they knew something wasn't right, especially given the fact that her children were left in the home by themselves. Ebony is described by her loved ones to be sweet, giving, and a great mother who loved all of her boys very much. Her family knew there was no way she willingly left on her own, and from the very beginning, they feared for her safety. As an investigation started into Ebony's mysterious disappearance, the police initially had no reason to suspect that foul play was even involved. So her family began to do their own searches. They looked around the Columbus area and even in the neighborhoods of Lumpkin as well as Caseta or Caseta. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but this is where Ebony worked at the time. Her loved ones hung flyers up and they showed Ebony's photos to people. They even offered a $10,000 reward for anyone with information about her disappearance, but they were not having any luck. As more time passed throughout the Columbus PD's investigation, it came out that days before she went missing, Ebony actually called the police on her boyfriend Malcolm as she was concerned for her safety. On the Friday before she disappeared, it's been stated that the couple got into an argument and Malcolm even threatened Ebony. Roderick told Dateline that he spoke to Ebony after this particular incident that happened on March 9th, and she told him that Malcolm threatened to, quote, put a gun to her head and blow her ear off. Ebony's cousin Lakita spoke to local station WTVM about this incident, too. And she recalled the argument Ebony and Malcolm got into that day eventually became physical, where Malcolm jumped on top of his girlfriend and busted her lip. Her cousin also confirmed that Malcolm did actually pull a gun out on Ebony. So after this terrible incident, it appeared that Ebony was just done with Malcolm, like she did not want to be in a relationship with him any longer. And when Ebony contacted the police as a result of all of this, he was arrested the next day on March 10th for simple assault. But he was released the very same day. Now, Malcolm was not supposed to contact Ebony upon his release. This was a condition of his bond. However, he did not abide by that. Colleagues from Ebony's job came out during the investigation as well, and they stated that just the day before she vanished, which would have been on March 11th, Ebony explained to them that she was still afraid for her safety. When Lakitha last heard from Ebony that day, she recalled her cousin not acting like her usual self when they were on the phone together. She and other family members suspect that Ebony was not alone at the time that they were having that conversation, hence her unusual demeanor. And according to Dateline, Roderick was told by neighbors that they saw the, quote, boyfriend working on Ebony's car on Sunday the 11th. So it is very possible. 
Now, Malcolm was described by Ebony's loved ones as being quiet and observant. Majority of her family members were completely in the dark that this threatening and physical incident even took place. They were only made aware of it after Ebony disappeared. But now they fear that Ebony may have been a victim of domestic violence who was potentially abused throughout her whole entire relationship with Malcolm. And like many other victims who may have shame or embarrassment, Ebony may have kept this hidden from the people closest to her. So the timelines are kind of conflicting from the different sources I used, but Malcolm was eventually arrested again, and this was not for his girlfriend's actual disappearance. His arrest was technically for a probation violation and aggravated stalking. And remember, he also had that previous charge where he pulled a gun out on Ebony and assaulted her. A trial for Malcolm began in October of 2019, just a little over a year and a half after the young mom was last seen. He chose to represent himself in court, and although he maintained his innocence, he was ultimately found guilty of three different charges. Malcolm Jackson was convicted of aggravated assault resulting in 20 years, possession of a firearm during the commission of a crime for five years, as well as aggravated stalking for 10 years. So all in all, he received a sentence of 35 years in prison. Now, although he nor anyone else has been charged with anything in connection to Ebony's disappearance, some of her family members believe that Malcolm is the key to knowing what happened to her that day in March of 2018. They even addressed him during his trial and pleaded for some type of information on her whereabouts. But Malcolm continues to preserve his innocence, even suggesting that he has an alibi for the time that Ebony could have disappeared. And as I was going through threads and different opinions about this case, it doesn't seem anyone believes Malcolm is not connected to it. The timeline is just too coincidental. And this sounds like a familiar story we've heard of before, right? Whether that be from this podcast or any other true crime show or platform. There has been no official evidence to tie Malcolm to anything, and there doesn't seem to be any other additional information out there about Ebony's case. But if Malcolm is responsible for Ebony's disappearance, then I would say at least he is off the streets for now and cannot potentially hurt anyone else. As four years have now passed, the Giddens family is still searching on information in regards to Ebony's whereabouts. As a tight-knit family, they are also a family of strong faith, and they have explained in a few interviews that they could possibly forgive. Ebony's loved ones are asking that someone come forward if they know something, saw something, heard something. Any little detail can possibly be significant. They are looking for closure. I mean, no year for them has been the same, as they have to wonder every single day where she is. Ebony's children, at that, have lived the past four years without their mother, and as they get older, they still don't have any answers. Anyone with information about the disappearance of Ebony Giddens is encouraged to contact the Columbus Police Department Special Victims Unit at 706-653-3449.